Hi, Josh. Hi, Ellie. <laughs> Did someone do something funny? That was it a very like... that was a very dramatic hit record <laughs> gesture. I actually did the swoop with my non-record button hitting hand, and then I, it's for a dramatic effect, and then I <clears throat> just hit it. Mm-hmm. Are you nervous that we're going to be interviewing you today, that you don't get to just <laughs> chime in whenever you feel like it? Not at all. Because <laughs> you look kind of nervous. No, I'm not, I'm not nervous. Okay. Well, I mean, you know, I have no idea, listeners, what the questions are going to be. I just jotted um, them down while I was so, half staring at him making <laughs> making uh, yeah. faces to make him nervous. Yeah, if you've ever seen someone purposefully writing things down to make another person nervous, it was it was very stereotypical. It was just like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I just realized not ten minutes ago that it is our one year this weekend one year ago is when we started this podcast Mm -hmm. two two days from now basically is our anniversary but by the time you listen to this it'll be one day away which is just the difference in calendars from year to year have have happy podcast anniversary happy podcast anniversary happy podcast anniversary everyone everybody um so I have a couple of stats that I wrote down off the top of my head. I didn't actually look anything up. <laughs> Do you want to hear them? They're true. Oh, you know, I hate that. They're true, though, because <laughs> okay. I know. Okay. I mean, I've looked them up. Previously, you just haven't re-looked them up to make sure that they're accurate? I haven't validated them this week. Okay. But sure. they're pretty current. Let's, let's do this. Okay. So we've made 42 episodes mm-hmm. in one year's time. Accurate. Accurate. Um, we, uh, those 42 episodes were listened to over 10,000 times. Wow. That's cool. Yeah. Um, we didn't know that they would get listened to any times. Right. We were like, if they get listened to four times, we're good. I don't think we had that kind of. No, we didn't. We are like, if anyone gives a crap at all in any way, we're good. Mm-hmm. But they gave 10,000 Craps. <laughs> Thanks for giving us 10,000 craps, everybody. Wow. <laughs> uh, we've held two live events. Yep. Is that true? Mm-hmm. See? Mm. It feels like more, but we've done two. It does feel like more, but yeah. There is one person who every single time I see her goes, when's your next live episode? I want every episode to be live, and I was like... I w- that would actually destroy me. <laughs> I don't have the. I don't have the social graces for that. It's it is pretty demanding. Mm-hmm. It's exhausting. But it's it it's been amazing. Yeah, super, every time we've done it. Super but. fun. I would like to do another event with Mad Women. If you guys are listening, if you ladies are listening. Yes. We would like to do another event with you. That was fun. We've met a ton of new friends. Mm-hmm. We even. Di- um, went out of our comfort zone and met people that we just read articles from on the internet. We had no knowledge of them. But then I found out, (laughs) I found out that I know a lot of people that know them, which is funny. Yeah. Small town. It's a small town. Um, Josh, what has been your favorite episode of our year one? Oh crap. This is the first First, snipe question. First pop quiz. Uh, I really like the episode on mindfulness. Mm-hmm. That that's, was like the third episode. That's my favorite. Going I way, going really want to do more. Like, 
you you were worried that you weren't going to be able to record for a little bit. And I was like, well, I'll just do another episode of Mindfulness. <laughs> um, I really enjoy that. I also like the episodes on minimalism and the steps that we've taken to you know, declutter and how that's affected our work and home lives. Um, so I, I like those the most. Okay. I don't have just one favorite, though. I might go back and listen to the mindfulness episode. I like a lot of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, EJ still is in number one spot as far as listens for a single episode. Mm-hmm. Still reigns as the champion. That's good. Um, but some folks are catching up to him, like Matab Razai mm. and Brendan Schrader. Yeah, those were both really great episodes mm-hmm. as well. Um, but my favorite episode was the Tom and Nate Studio E episode. Oh, that one was so good. It was the first time that I listened, when I was listening through the episode to do QA Mm -hmm. and see if we needed any edits. Uh, The first time I listened to it as though it wasn't us. Mm -hmm. It was just a podcast that I was listening to that I learned stuff from. I was like, that's cool. I just (laughs) learned something from my own podcast. Mm -hmm. It was nice. Those guys are great. We We were talking to them about doing a live event. Are we allowed to... Well, we had the idea... Yeah, that's true. ...in the episode, which is recorded and on the internet. So it's not a surprise. Wow. We just need to figure out a time when all of us have time. Yeah. That's that's, been the challenge. That's a pretty good challenge. Okay. I want to talk about one other thing before we move into your interview interview. Okay. So this isn't the interview? This isn't the hard part? (laughs) No. Okay. You haven't even started yet. <laughs> I wanted to make a plug for Ignite. Oh, yeah. Because that's coming up really soon. Uh, it's on November 3rd. Does it need a plug? Is it already sold out? I don't know. I don't care. That's I wasn't trying to plug for them to sell tickets. I have a different plug. Okay. Ready? Plug it. So to one of our podcast alumni, Allie Wahlberg, Mm-hmm. is doing a presentation. So that's cool. Yeah. Um, and then uh, somebody from my team is also doing one, Jordan Diorio, and she's doing a presentation about cookies. Oh, cookies are great. Not just any cookies. Macaroons. Oh. And Those we learned on um, Kids Celebrity Bake Off or whatever that Kids show is. Kids Championship Bakery. <coughs> uh, that those are hard to make. We learned that. Yeah. So she's kind of obsessed with them. Okay. I'm excited about those two ladies' presentations. Jordan is very, 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 very sassy. And <laughs> I'm imagining her presentation will be sassy. Um, what I w- the plug was, um, we're going to be there. Josh and I are going to be there on November 3rd, just like last year. This is one of our favorite things to do. Mm-hmm. We actually met a ton of new people, some of whom came on our podcast after. Yep. And also became friends and so say hi to us we'll be on twitter and Mm -hmm. irl yep and maybe instagram i don't know about that i don't know maybe maybe it's a big maybe it's a big maybe um there's lots to figure out between now and november 3rd (laughs) (laughs) anyway we met a lot of great people last year and i hope that we may meet more people this year so if you have ideas about our show if you have feedback or if you just mm-hmm. want to say hi and you want to do it in person, come say hi to Josh and I at Ignite. Yep. Let's get started on your interview. 
Thanks. This is the first. <laughs> this is the first of our new format where we're following you, Josh, on your journey to becoming a manager. Mm-hmm. Preferably a good manager. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm sure everyone who reports to me now uh, hopes hoping, that I'm a good manager. Hopes for samesies. <laughs> Um, so <clears throat> part of our new format is to, um, have seasons and to have the whole, all the episodes in that season be kind of around the same thing. So in this first episode, we're going to talk about your interview process and the things that led up to, uh, getting the job. Spoiler alert, he got the job. Mm-hmm. So this is kind of in, yeah. in hindsight, maybe next time we'll, uh, follow somebody on their journey when we don't know what's going to happen. No, that would be pretty rough if they didn't make it. Oh, yeah, then we'd have to change the season. Yeah, and then we'd be like, hey, sorry, loser. <laughs> We're going to switch <laughs> switch mid-season. <laughs> Bye. You know, we've now stopped following you. <laughs> We're not That's interested like the, in what you do next. The worst unfollow <laughs> ever. I would have hated that, to be honest. Yeah, okay, that's fair. So we're just going to scrap that. <laughs> Here's us learning from challenge and change. Not all of our ideas make it into the yeah. into the internet. <laughs> the special sauce that you know <laughs> as professional humans. Okay. Did you when you uh when the job got posted that mm-hmm. you the job you have now got posted, did you already know it was getting posted? Did you already know that you wanted to be a manager or was it like Oh, uh, that looks interesting. I think I might roll the dice. Well, I I knew about it. Okay. I knew um, that a manager job was going to be posted. Uh, we we had a team size. Like if we filled every position we needed to fill, that was going to be way too big for um, two people to lead them. Do you have a cap? We, for how we many try people? to have no more than 14 or 15 people reporting to like one person okay. and because we're not supervisors in that our role exists to help you make sure you're meeting your job requirements or anything. We also do that. but um, And this was something that I was really looking for um, before wanting to go into leadership, but... Um, we are there to help lead and guide and coach and mentor train. and train. Yep. So um, it's re- really the true leadership position that I wanted to to go for. Um, and there was a consumer support opening, and I thought about that. And um, you're an enterprise support. I am an enterprise support. I came from consumer support. Uh, at Code 42, I was doing consumer phone support for Best Buy for a number of years. Um, so I had that in my wheelhouse. And is wheelhouse too? Wheelhouse is fine. Okay. It's corp speak. But anyway, and I, I try to not use that as much as I can. But synergy. You can't say synergy. <laughs> you can say wheelhouse though. <laughs> Okay, anyway. Did you forget sorry. what you were talking about? No, I, I remembered. Um, the, the job for consumer had been posted, 
and then someone said, we're actually going to be hiring another enterprise manager, but it would be six to eight months, um, you know, before we did that. And then uh, our CEO, uh, Joe Payne, had, and our executive vice president, Karen Pisha, had this idea to just get everything staffed to the level that you need it, you know, so... In July, we were trying to fill all of the seats that we would eventually have, even in January, and just oh, get just everyone in it. Staff up in yep. advance. Staff up, do what you need to do, and prepare for your year now and not wait, not sit back and wait on it. So, as we were doing that, the, the need for that manager position was like a now thing because we were just going to hire as, as, smart but as quickly as we could and that position was going to be available in June and um, they wanted to get it filled like late May so I I went for it and I didn't know if I would get it but I knew that there was kind of a kind of a groundswell behind me so what does that mean well, there was a lot of people who were, there were a lot of people who were encouraging me um, and kind of mentoring me into like how, how to be a leader at Code 42 before I even, before this position was even open. Um, and because I had made my goals apparent to a number of people, like I want to be a leader here. I like what we do. So you were I like campaigning. how we do it. Yeah, I was campaigning. <laughs> Josh Berg for leader of code, uh, code 42. Um, and, but I had been kind of preparing myself for a number of years for like the foray into leadership. I just didn't know where I was going to do it at. How did you prepare yourself? Uh, listening to a lot of podcasts that eventually spun off into this podcast. Um, and reading a lot of books. Uh, How did you I also, practice? Uh, I practiced through informal peer mentorships. Mm -hmm. So I had a number of people who I would help and just kind of provide some guidance to. Not like I'm an authority figure or anything, but as a peer. But you became recognized and as a mentor at Code 42, right? Mm -hmm. And you would have... I think so, yeah. Yeah. How did you know you were ready? Like all of this studying and research and um, practicing as a mentor, how did you know you were ready to take on the challenge of actually being accountable for a team of people? I don't know if you can av ever actually know that you're ready. You just know that you have the knowledge about like the kinds of things that you do as a leader, but then you also have enough knowledge to know that you don't know a lot of things. And I think that's one of the things that I've... I'm used to knowing things before I say them. And I think that's one of the things that's the biggest change is a lot of times as a leader you don't know. You're making an educated guess. And um, I think that's like probably the, one of the biggest differences mm -hmm. between my old job where I wouldn't say a single thing before I actually knew that was a correct answer. 
and this job where I'm, I'm forging ahead with a new training plan for everybody. And that's my best educated decision on how that should be. And you don't know but if there's it's no, going to work yet. Yeah, exactly. It seems like it is. Um, everyone who's been through the new hire portion of it, um, at least as far as we've been able to change it, has all been, um, it's, it's been really positive feedback. Um, and the, the goal that I have for this is something that a lot of people are getting excited about as they learn more about it. And, um, how do you so measure that's it? All good. Um, I don't know. I don't know if there's a way to measure this, but, um, but that's something that is also part of leadership is you can poll people, you can ask for feedback as much as you possibly can, but there are some things you just, you, you can't measure back to like, how do you measure back the difference between a different training program and this training program? I mean, I've, I've asked people who've gone through one portion of the, the new hire stuff that I did. And then one portion of the new hire stuff that was, was before myself and, and Mira uh, Lopez, who's who's our trainer on our team, um, had 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 any influence in that, and they they seem to like this this newer training platform better. But um, but you must have shaped it around a need, right? Yeah, yeah. So and the need was um, the training that we had been previously doing was very um, very wide. It was it had hit on a ton of different things that have no bearing on our application at all. So, but it was a good foundation. It was a good understanding of all of these, all of these concepts, all of these different technologies. And so it was good if you didn't have any previous understanding of it, but the people who were bringing on now have all of that knowledge already and they need the specific pieces to fit in how code 42 fits into all of these these oh, other gotcha. topics so we need targeted here's how we do this here's how we work with this here's how this happens and not so much the the breadth of field that the previous training had. i got you okay okay <clears throat> as you uh applied for the job or even before at some, you know, you, it's been posted, you know about it, you know, you feel like you're ready or you at least feel like you're ready to jump in and, mm -hmm. and start. Like we were just yeah, talking about with our podcast, yeah. like we had so many people in the first year go, how did you start? We were like, we just started. We just did it. We just said this weekend, we're going to build a website and record an episode and we're just going to start. This weekend, one mm -hmm. year ago, mm -hmm. we just went enough talk. We record. That's enough research and chatting. <laughs> Let's just do. So you kind of did the same thing, but along the way, what help did you did you look for? What help did you obtain? Um, it was kind of a long process, right? It was, it was a long process. <laughs> like I mean, agonizingly long? Yeah. Do you mean like after I applied until the end? Um, you know, just kind of keeping engaged with people saying like reminding them that I'm excited about this. I, I'm excited for this opportunity. I, I really want to do this. 
Um, Did you talk to people about what your plans were? Like, you can talk all day about what you want, but I think what people want to hear is what you're going to do. Yeah. Yep. And it and much of it evolved around this training and um, idea that I had and a few other pieces. Mm-hmm. Um, I had amassed a fair amount of specialty knowledge in the product and that I could lend that depth of knowledge into, you know, this training program and, and how to succeed with it. And then also, like, I, I knew a lot of the people in these specialty areas as well that I could, I could kind of crowdsource the knowledge that I don't have, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, and it would have taken a new person, to, oh, quite a bit of time to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, so you reminded people how much you already knew. Yeah, yeah. And um, I think my, I don't know, stop me if this is too, too corpse-speak, but um, my personal What's brand... What's your problem with corpse-speak? You work at a corporation. I hate corpse-speak, though. This is a common knowledge. Okay. I've always hated it. Go on. Synergy. You don't even know what that means. <laughs> Look, <I'm, laughs> I, have a, I have a fantastic vocabulary. It's tremendous. It's tremendous. (laughs) Anyway, um, people aren't going to remember that we're in the the heat the heat of debate and election season when they listen to this later. That's okay. If if you're listening to this three years from now, thank you. He's making fun of Donald Trump. Hopefully, that's not who our president is. Yeah. Or Or otherwise, you will know all about how tremendous everything (laughs) is, and we'll live in France. (laughs) Um. But anyway, so I'd been working on my personal brand at Code 42 a little bit, like, and not, I mean, before I was at Code 42 even, um, where I was able to, (laughs) 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 good thing we're not goofy or (laughs) laugh filled when it's just the two of us. I don't see what the problem is. I'd been working on my personal brand for quite a while, even before working at Code 42, so I was able to kind of establish that I I wanted to be a team leader at at least, mm-hmm. um, like right I I hoped from the get go. And so I think one of their biggest questions was, would my team accept me as a leader? Oh, the transition because yep. that's always one of the most challenging things mm-hmm. is you're a peer and then you're yep. a manager and how do people handle it? Yep. What did you tell them? I I, I said I think that. Um, there wouldn't be too many people surprised with this. Um, Has that, that been true? Yeah. Yep. Uh, and and I had asked a few people how they would feel if that had happened, because I was like, if I get this, I'd like you to be on my team. Um, and uh, and overwhelming support from my from my peers. Cool. And um, so I was really honored by that and and I think that it it had a lot to do with how I treated everyone who was on my team and around me and as well though like the um the kind of focus on being professional and and um being engaged with just the work that I was doing as well so that's challenging though <clears throat> I've had I've that's happened to me several times where I was a peer, and then I became a manager, and you, there's a lot of 
I don't know. There's just a lot of, I don't know what the word is for it. You have to t talk to people about it a lot and make sure people feel, you know, comfortable with it and good with it and understand mm -hmm. the change and things change. Like it's not appropriate to go to um, hangouts all yeah. the time anymore. Like some, some of them, yes, or show up for a certain part of it and then leave before. You know, like there's just been a thing, yeah. things like that that I've gone through. Only one time have I had somebody go, yeah, I quit. Hmm. And that's kind of brutal. But then when mm -hmm. you, you know, because I took it really personally. Yeah. That they were like, yeah, that's not going to work for me. But the, you know, so then I went into this rabbit hole of overanalyzing it. And um, really the person was never a good fit for the job anyway. Yeah. So it was basically, I don't want you to hold me accountable to a job I know I shouldn't have. Right. So then it was easier to take it less personally. But it happens. So mm -hmm. it's like, it's something that you have to work through with the people that that you are pe yeah. peers with, that you need to um, evolve into a leadership role with. Mm -hmm. Yep. And um, And so I think those were really the, the main things that I I was doing, um, like to kind of potentially answer the question is, um, I was just making sure that I was um, moving forward with my intentions, kind of in the daylight and not trying to sneak behind anyone and and do this. So, what else were they concerned about? I know that's the biggest one, but what other things did they want to um, make sure of? That I was ready. I mean, I think that, um, I think that some of the leaders at at Code Forty Two were concerned that this was like someone doing well at their job, and then just you know, hey, here you go. You're doing really great at your current position. Have this promotion. And yeah, because um, we hate that actually. Yeah, I I hate that too, and I was very frank about that. I was like, that's not something that I would be okay with in general like i if i'm good at something uh give me more of a reward for doing that thing don't you know it doesn't automatically yeah. mean i'm going to be good at being the boss of the people who are good at that exactly thing. yeah so um i was just very clear to say i've been i've been looking for a leadership position like this for a very long time mm -hmm. and i wanted to do it at a place that allowed me to actually lead and not just supervise. Mm -hmm. Okay, so we'll, so this this is about your, your interview and getting started. Next time we're going to talk about your first 90 days in office. You know, I'm just yeah. kidding. with my golden scepter and... Yeah. Um, and crown. You, uh, no? That, nope. Okay. I don't think you have those things. I've I don't, seen your desk. Yeah. It's true. So with your whiteboard and room. dry erase marker? Yeah. Um, so we'll Thank talk you, about David. We'll talk about that next time. Uh, we'll wrap up on the, the interview process. But my last question for today mm -hmm. is what percent of what feelings did you have <laughs> when you found out you got the job and what percent of each? So was it terror, fear, excitement? I would anxiety. say, I would say, oh, when you throw anxiety into the mix, that kind of anxiety is always in the things. mix. Yeah, 
Exactly. That's part of the part of the life. Yeah. We have to like at least a baseline level of anxiety in order to manage people. Yeah. I already have a healthy amount. Well, <laughs> unhealthy amount of it anyway. But um yeah, so uh I would say sixty percent excitement. Okay. Twenty percent I'm gonna draw a pie chart. Uh, <laughs> uh it should be square. This should be a squen diagram. No. Um so I'd say sixty percent was excitement. I'm Norwegian and was raised Catholic, so ten percent guilt. <laughs> <laughs> um let's go another fifteen percent anxiety. That's low. And then um another fifteen percent uh uncertainty or Fear isn't the right word. I wasn't afraid of it. Self-doubt? Me. Well, because I know I can do it. You know now. No, I, I, was, I was pretty confident that I had the ability to, to do this work. It was more like just kind of fear of the unknown, maybe. Like... Like, what's going to hit me now that I'm... But that could be lumped into anxiety, maybe, but... I think anyway. it's, it's kind of separate. Okay. Good. Any other so feelings, or were you adding it up as you feelings. went? I was adding it up. <laughs> <laughs> I was kind of hoping you would go over 100. <laughs> so that I, I had could 130% feelings. <laughs> so that I could make fun of you about it, but you nailed it. You went right to 100. That's why I'm a leader. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll wrap there. Um, thanks, Josh. Wait, okay. where's my random question? Oh, no, shit. I'm just kidding. No, I actually, don't get one. No, you should. Wait, really? Oh. I can't reach him. I can't either. That's Hang on. Forever away. That's forever away. <laughs> it's like three feet away through an obstacle yeah, course. I'm, I'm filled with equipment right now. You don't get to add questions. Oh, but I just need to take some. I'm out making up arbitrary rules. Okay. All right, let's get these pens out of the way. Okay. This is the first time a professional human has ever answered a random question. Yeah, let's see how good I do. <laughs> okay, what would be the one thing with a clarification of piece of advice? So what would be the one piece of advice you would tell your 20-year-old self? Oh, I just get one? That's not... Kind of looks like it says, tell your 20-year-old soap. I, see, I saw self in that. Soap, also appropriate. I, I have 20-year-old soap. Um, Gross. It's, it's vintage. It's collector's soap. <laughs> um, let's see. I would tell myself to slow down. Mm-hmm. If I was able to tell my 18-year-old self, I would go, don't go skiing down a championship snowboarding course. On this day? On this, <laughs> on this year. Uh, but my, so my 20-year-old self... Because your 18-year-old self broke his back. Yeah. Yeah. I would say my 20-year-old self, um, stop using your dang cell phone because the bill is going to get ridiculously high. And to slow down because you're not that old. You're just 20. Chill out. Did they have cell phones when you were 20? Mm-hmm. 
they were very expensive. Okay. Mm. Slow down. Don't go skiing. Don't use your phone. Mm-hmm. Good That's the one thing I would tell myself. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> well, we know that you can do percentages. <laughs> Integers, not so much. Okay. I guess at 20, I would just say slow down. Okay. You don't have to do everything now. You don't have a five-year window or anything. You're good. Just, just relax. Chill out, dude. Okay. All right. Thanks, Josh. Thank you. Nice to meet you. <laughs> nice to meet me, too. <laughs> I loved it. <laughs> Get All us right. out of here. Peace out. Thanks again for listening, humans. As always, you can find us on Twitter, at ProHumans, on our Facebook page, ProHumans Podcast, on SoundCloud, at soundcloud.com slash ProHumans, or go the easy route and log on to ProHumans.com, where you can find all that stuff and more. This is Danger wishing you a professional week. 